Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me this morning on the program. Appreciate you being here. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you had a good Christmas. Hope Santa was uh, was good to you and uh, brought you lots of toys and goodies. Of the outdoor variety, maybe you got uh, maybe you got a new gun, maybe you got some new fishing gear, which is what I got. Always, uh, always a good thing. Got some gift cards to uh, my favorite places, and went out and managed to buy a few things there. Yeah, very nice. Picked up one of those. Uh, Neptune ice rod, ice fishing rods. So looking forward to getting out there and enjoying that. That's all, uh, yeah, nice. It is nice. So needed something a little, and got a little bit of the, one of the, the, the heavier duty ones. Cause I didn't have one of those and I want to make sure I'm covered when I'm out on the water there. So, but yeah, it's a nice, uh, nice, nice setup. I said, looking forward to, to getting out there. And the nice thing is, uh, the bite is uh, it's starting to pick back up again. Um, talked to Jared up at uh, Fat Cat up in Trump, Fat Cat Bait up in Trumple there, and yeah, perch bite is uh, is doing okay. The bluegills uh, catching some nice ones as well. So that's uh, that's always a good thing. And uh, uh, I guess the you know if, if you're going to be going out this weekend, this weekend. Um, Probably not a bad idea to maybe uh, think about you know targeting some northerns. It's uh, and I'm talking. I'll talk a little bit here about tip ups here in just a couple of moments. Um, it's gonna be kind of the main topic of the show today. Different kinds of tip ups, um, but and tip downs uh, for that matter. But uh, but yeah, uh, doing very well and, and some nice sized northerns as well that are uh, uh, on the bite. Uh, Jarrett was saying that uh, a lot of them were in the uh, the thirty plus range, so nothing wrong with that. Going to need a bigger hole, maybe, but that's that's not a bad problem to have, you know, not a bad problem at all. So, but yeah, and you know, for the most part, guys were uh, uh, using shiners for uh, uh, for them, a little larger one. Um, Folks were also catching them on tip downs too. Uh, rosy reds were the uh, uh, bait of choice, I guess, for uh, for northerns this past week here. So, um, yeah, swing by Fat Cat there and check them out and pick up some uh, some good bait and head on out there. Um, 
Now, as far as uh, you know, crappies and stuff go, um, crappie bite is okay. Um, and, and as far as I didn't really touch on this uh, a moment ago, but yeah, you know, a lot of guys, you know, you know, jigging will still work. Don't get me wrong. You know, you don't need you know just tip ups or anything. Or you know, no, uh, don't misunderstand me. But uh, yeah, waxies, uh, crappie minnows um, are uh, the preferred bait here at the moment. So. Yeah, you know, guys are catching them on, on Lake on Alaska. Um, you know, anywhere, um, you know, where there's, uh, well, you know the haunts. I mean, it, it's just, it's, you know, up by the airport there, uh, the bite is okay. Um, but yeah, Lake on Alaska is doing, uh, is doing well. The, uh, the three lakes area up by Trempolo is, uh, is doing well, um, I'll touch on this main channel in just a moment here, but uh, just kind of touch on the ice here. Um, you know, four to seven inches in spots. The uh, the rain and the cooler or warmer weather, I should say, didn't uh, affect it an awful lot. Fortunately, that that good ice that we had um, that got made early in the season uh, laid a pretty good solid base, so um, it's uh, it's still doing uh, pretty well, which which is a Good thing here, and uh, it looks like, yeah, we are going to have some warmer temperatures, you know, but we're going to have a little cold snap here for the next couple of days. Um, you know, looks like Monday and Tuesday there, but uh, so that will uh, help firm up kind of that snowy and and boy, I, you know, it, it's uh, there was just a lot of water on that ice, which doesn't make a lot of sense but yeah you know what i mean there's just the rain and everything there was that ice was wet very wet so make sure you uh you have your ice cleats on and walk safely <laughs> walk cautiously cuz that ice when it when it gets wet boy that is just slick stuff speaking from experience like i said Good thing I got a lot of padding there that uh, doesn't, it hurts, but it, you know, could be worse. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and, and so, but yeah, it didn't, uh, the, the, the warmer weather didn't really affect it too much. And like I said, it's going to cool off here and, you know, we're going to see temperatures, you know, four degrees and stuff that'll, uh, for lows, that'll definitely be making some, uh, making some ice there anyway. But yeah, and if you, you know, just, and Jerry was saying that, you know, the ice, that, that was kind of the ice thickness there, and that was non-currented areas. So just uh, just be aware that, you know, if there's current where you're at, just uh, just be extra cautious there, because that kind of doubles up on the melting process and things like that. Now there are still guys that are getting out in uh, in boats as well. The uh, doing a little walleye fishing, um, and actually more sauger than walleye, according to Jared anyway. But a um, little larger minnows. But uh, there there's guys fishing out on the main channel. The boat landings, uh, um, at least up at Trempolo anyway, is uh, um, still open, so you can get to get in and out of there if you're uh, you're of a mind to. Which yeah, nothing wrong with that. If you can, uh, if you can get out there, hey. December 29th, Wisconsin, sure, 
Go for it. Be good with that. Yeah, it's uh, that's always a good thing. Now, and, and I was looking here too, looking at some other places as well, and uh, a little further down river, anyway. Uh, you know, the 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 it's okay, um, but yeah, a lot of the the same things there. It just kind of depends on where you go. I think if you're going to be going for the the northern stuff, looking you're looking for a little more calm water there, um, backwater areas, uh, those kinds of places there. But yeah, you know, if you if you want to get out on the main channel and do some uh, some walleye and sauger fishing, yeah, it's just all you're using are nothing spectacular there. You're just uh, uh, a jigging spoon or a hair jig uh, and minnows. Um, they're not going to be, you know, at this particular point of the year, they're not going to be particularly uh, active. I don't want to say not aggressive, but you know what I mean. They're not going to go down. They're not going to be chasing a bait around. So um, you just kind of want to slow that presentation down and just kind of put it in front of them there and, and get them going. So you want to make sure, you know, you've got a good uh, lively minnow on the end of that jig and you know, try to entice them that way there but hey they're there and they are uh are catchable so like i said if you can if you can get out on the on the main channel there and hey, that's cool just uh enjoy yourself count this one as a a bonus day as far as i'm concerned man anytime you can uh like I said, anytime you can do that this time of year in Wisconsin, hey, go for it. No doubt about it. So, but yeah, you know, you've got plenty of places to uh, to pick uh, to pick from. Never, I didn't really hear any reports on how things were biting. You know, from Brownsville, Stoddard, um, those kinds of places. So I honestly couldn't tell you. Uh, I, I would assume that you know the bite is pretty similar. Um, I suspect you'll have to you know, do some picking and sorting here and there. Um, perch bite is always uh, always a challenge, but yeah, you know it's uh, we're gonna get that cold snap, and I think when you know that comes through, that'll you know maybe drop. I was gonna say drop kick the fishing, but <laughs> that does you know what I mean? It's gonna it's gonna pick things up a little bit here, and then uh, hopefully. Uh, get some consistent fishing going here. So, but yeah, like I said, it, it's still pretty good regardless. I'm just kind of, I feel like I'm being a little nitpicky here, but no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's doing well. So it is uh, eight 20 and uh, I'm going to take a short break and then come back and talk a little bit about tip ups as WKTY outdoors continues in just a few moments on WKTY 96, seven FM five eighty AM. Join WKTY in showing support for outstanding student-athletes in the Cooley region. 
Each year, the WKTY Sportscaster Club provides college scholarships to eight area high school seniors who excel on and off the field. We have now given away a total of $100,000 in college scholarships to deserving athletes. You can show your support by doing business with our Sportscaster Club members, including Advanced Plumbing Systems, Ultra Federal Credit Union, Audio Video Pros, Bagnevsky Heating and Air Conditioning, Bluffside Tavern, Garrick Olerud, Designing Jewelers, Firefighters Credit Union, Bossom Funeral Home, Washaw Chiropractic Clinic, Pratt Lumber, Mr. Electric, River Bank, Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Toscoot and Temp, Vernon Communications, ABC Auto Body, Wafer, Western Technical College. The WKTY Sportscaster Club, honoring outstanding student-athletes in the Cooley region. Ante Tecumpo, Ante Tecumpo, Ante Tecumpo. See, if you say it three times fast, then maybe you'll actually get it. But it's still easier just to call him Yanis. See, the Greek freak and the Bucks make their run, and by the time this game hits, Yanis might be over seven feet tall. Dude's still growing. Catch the Bucks this spring when the season just starts to get interesting. Sunday, March 24th, see the Bucks and the Cavaliers at the new Fiserv Forum for only 99 bucks. Killer seats, transportation from Onalaska or Oakdale, and watch the Greek freak dunk all over the Cavaliers. Get tickets now at RadioStuffStore.com. If you like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Jerry Kramer, my guest. You're a kid who was born in eastern Montana. You grew up in Sandpoint, Idaho, and now you're going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. How crazy is all of that? You know, I got a birthday card about 10 days ago from my sister, and there was a picture of a two-year-old pumpkin head standing on the porch in Jordan, Montana. Now, Jordan is... 352 people at that time. And I've got a custom-made pair of overalls on, custom-made by my mom. I got a custom-made shirt made by my mom. And I'm standing there with kind of a quizzical look on my face and a little bit of a smile. And I just looked at that and I go, wow, what a journey. I couldn't imagine that. I mean, dream it. It was such a huge leap. It's been a wonderful ride. This kid's mighty happy. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's coming up on 824. And WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you're having a uh, good weekend here. Take a quick look here at the uh, the sports calendar before... Uh, Hopping back into the world of fishing anyway. Uh, we got a little Bucks basketball coming your way this afternoon. Uh, pardon me. Um, yeah. 3.30 this afternoon here on WKTY. Uh, they are taking on the Nets. And again, that's uh, 3.30 here on WKTY. Uh, tomorrow, of course, uh, we've got Green Bay Packer football as they wrap up the season. Uh, they get underway the pregame coverage gets underway, I should say, at uh, 10 o'clock as they get set to take on the Lions. And then on our sister station, KQ98, uh, starting at 11 o'clock, that's when the pregame show uh, rolls around for 
what should be pretty good football game. A lot on the line on that one. Um, the Vikings taking on the Bears. And, boy, I don't know if, uh, you know, when they made the schedule out, they realized how important that game was going to be when they made the, you know, like, yeah. And that's good. That's a good thing. And then uh, in the evening, we've got the uh, Chiefs and Seahawks. So, good stuff. Nothing on the uh, 31st, and then the Bucks are back in action on Tuesday as they take on the Detroit Pistons here on WKTY at 6.30. So, yeah, some good ba- good basketball this afternoon. Listen to that while I'm working out. and i got the Packer game tomorrow and that Bear-Viking game. Can you root for a tie? <laughs> uh. Actually, it's not a. I mean, how many have we had this season? It's just, that's just, it's been quite of a quite a wild season, no doubt about it. Anyhow, uh, let's uh, kind of shift gears and and turn to the uh, topic of the day, which uh, has to do with tips for tip ups, actually. And you know, I was mentioning earlier during the. Uh, the fishing report there, the checking out the hot spots there that, you know, guys doing pretty well with uh, with fishing for northerns on uh, on tip ups and tip downs. Um, so yeah, they are they can be an important part of the uh, part of your arsenal when it comes to uh, when it comes to fishing on the ice. And these you know, these have been around for practically forever when it comes to ice fishing and you know, really with good reason. They work, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, you're catching 30-plus-inch northerns. Yeah, yeah, something's going right for you there. I mean, and really, if you think about it, it's it's kind of the fishing equivalent to using multiple rods during open water season. Um, I'll talk a little bit about the different kinds of them, their advantages, and, you know, then share a few tips to make, you know, your time with tip-ups a little more productive. You know, and... The cool thing is, you know, and I'm a big guy that, that that likes to, well, buy local, you know, or buy at least in the region anyway. And, you know, HT here in Wisconsin um, certainly makes some great tip-ups. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of different manufacturers out there, but, uh, uh, and the, the cool thing is, is that, you know, they're not all that expensive uh, for what you get, you know, and... They're pretty nice, you know. I'm sure there are guys that still use the um, the old wooden ones. Now there, a lot of them are plastic, but you know, some of the really, you know, the older ones they were they were made of wood, and man, those things are durable and last forever. But anyway, going to go over a couple different styles of uh, of tip ups, and the first one I'm going to talk about is uh, um, circular one. You don't see them an awful lot, but they're there. And, you know, it's uh, really, I mean, circular, get the idea. Yeah, it's designed to fit over the fishing hole. And the other thing, the advantage to this anyway, is that it helps increase the time it takes to freeze back over. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Just uh, pack some snow or slush around it after you get it set, and that'll prevent it from freezing over, but... Uh, the other advantage to this anyway, too, is that it will block light from entering the hole. And this 
will reduce the uh, potential in any way for spooking of fish. Um, and another advantage is that the weather won't accidentally trip your flag, you know, no false readings, which, you know, can happen, certainly. Um, next type is, I guess what I like to call the underwater kind. Granted, yeah, they're all part underwater, but... Um, these feature a frame that's positioned over the ice in order to hold the, the spool shaft over the hole. And, you know, these are useful uh, to use during strong winds because they're not going to get tipped over. Um, they also won't freeze underwater, so they're, you know, they're kind of designed for the cold water environment there. Um, another version is the seesaw version. You know, just like, you know, you get the idea, yeah. Um, they're also called balance beam tip-ups. And these ice fishing tip-ups consist of a line that hangs off a horizontal stick. Um, and whenever a fish strikes, the stick will move up and down in order to alert you. Okay. Next version. I'm kind of moving through these here fairly quickly, but, um, one of the next types is the automated variety. These fishing tip-ups will move a line up and down in the water, um, and, I guess, jig the, the, the lure for you, you know? And, you know, like you would imagine, you know, there's a, a couple of bat that uh, also will, uh, you know, give you enough power for a good day's worth on the, the water anyway. Um, some of them, you know, and, you know, probably a couple trips, I would imagine, but yeah, just uh, powered by a couple batteries, it does it for you, and away you go. Uh, one of the other types of uh, tip-ups is called a, a windless design. That's W-I-N-D-L-A-S-S. Um, these tip-ups have a small paddle that's designed to be powered by the wind, um, and this will provide power to jig the bait up and down in the water, um, sort of a non-battery version, if you will. <clears throat> and these ice fishing tip-ups are pretty effective when, uh, whenever there's enough wind to power them. Um, and they'll operate like a standard tip-up whenever there isn't enough wind. Um, and like I mentioned before, too, you know, the advantage, or well, one of the, the beauties of these devices, the tip-ups anyway, is that, you know, they don't cost an arm and a leg. Most of them are under 30 bucks, and, and usually um, well under that. <clears throat> and, you know, all you need is... Uh, Spend a little bit more for some ice fishing line and other tackle, which you probably already have, and hey, you're all set to go and catch some fish. Excuse me, here got a tickle in my throat. Pardon me. Um, nice thing about tip-ups is that you know you can set them down the hole while you perhaps fish another hole by jigging. Um, you know, as long as you're close by, you can obviously cover a larger area than you normally would be able to. Um, the other thing too is, you know, it just since you're sort of you're setting them anyway, you can also set them to different depths in order to find out where the fish are hanging out. You know, you might have some, you know, depending on where the water col- you know, however they are in the water column, and you know, that's uh, that's not a bad thing. You, know, you can also, you know, obviously do a few different things as far as uh, uh, lures as well. You know, maybe. 
waxies or something, a chunk of waxies or bleach or something like that in one and, and uh, a little small crappie minnow on another. You know what I mean? Uh, so you've got, uh, you've got that as well. Then, uh, of course, where you put them, you know, that's <laughs> kind of up to you. You know, for northerns, um, you can try tip-ups in higher percentage areas such as, you know, channel edge flats um, or along last summer's weed line. Uh, certainly this earlier part of the season anyway, that's that's not a bad place to, uh, to be thinking about. Um, although I don't know how much longer that's going to truly be the case. But, you know, think about trying uh, also some uh, shallow water on the inside edges of weeds. Um, and, and you'd be amazed. Pike can, can come out in this type of water, you know, five feet or less sometimes. Uh, you know, they're you know, they're looking for minnows. They're looking for feed. And sometimes they're up that shallow. Like I said, I think maybe a little later in the season, that might necessarily be the case. They'll be hanging in a little bit deeper water there. But, um, you know, don't overlook that. And this, of course, too, you can certainly get an idea of of uh, uh, the type of terrain you're dealing with there with your depth finder, you know, your Markham, Vexilar, whatever. Um, you know, mark some of that, uh, mark some of that stuff out. And maybe, you know, if you're lucky, you've got some spots already uh, picked out and mapped out from the open water season, so you got an idea of where the the weed lines are and um, things along those lines. Um, another place too, you know, another, you know, a nice pocket of weeds along a sand bottom can be a good hangout for northerns and, you know, maybe for bass as well. Um, and I still need to do one of those shows. I just like ice fishing for bass. Nobody really ever taught, not that they're, you know, they can be caught. It's just, don't get a lot of folks keying in on those. Mostly it's, well, and I guess rightfully so anyway, they are checking out northerns or crappies or perch or bluegill and the occasional walleye. But yeah, you know, you can check out some of these places too, you know, uh, like I said, with your depth finder beforehand or, or drilling some experimental holes. Hopefully, <coughs> like I said, you, you took a few minutes during the open water season to mark some potential ice fishing spots, uh, and that, uh, that looked pretty good here. Like I said, I think we're still early enough in the year that, that, you know, those, those places are going to be, are going to be productive for you. Um, you know, another two, three, four weeks, whatever, eh, might be a little more challenging, but, but those, you know, like I said, give those places a, a look-see anyway. Uh, pike, by nature, um, tend to grab bait and run with it before turning it and swallow or turning it and swallowing it. You know, as you approach the tip up, you can see the spool turning the flag trip mechanism. You know, mechanism as the pike you know starts its run. Uh, watch for the spin to slow or even stop. Um, a good plan once the flag pops up is to count to twenty, then grab a hold of the line. You know, if you can see the uh, line, of course angling off under the ice, then, uh, yeah, there's a pretty good chance that uh, you get a fish on the line there. So get set for some pretty fun fishing. Now, as far as uh, 
baits, uh, you know, it depends on the species you're trying to catch. And like I said, the body of water that you're on, you know, for walleyes, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're using larger minnows, you know, shiners, um, for bass, maybe use, uh, yeah, try those larger shiners or, you know, maybe downsize just a little bit, um, and like I was mentioning earlier, there shiners certainly for northerns, rosy reds, um, are definitely uh, top of the line choices for you when uh, when you're targeting those those guys out on the water. Um, as far as walleyes go, um, one suggestion would be to place the baits maybe a foot off the bottom, not more than 18 inches. You know, bass can can go from like maybe 18 inches to three feet, depending on the water depth and cover. Um, pike are still in that uh, two to three foot range, although they can, you know, drift down and, and pick up a bait closer to the bottom if it uh, if it does look good to them. So, again, it's it, very important to have good, healthy, fresh minnows that are active on the end of the line there. Excuse me, goodness. Anyhow, when conditions are windy... Uh, an angler needs to pay attention to how he sets his tip up in the hole. Uh, you got to make sure you set it up so the wind can't blow the flag off the trigger device. Um, you know, it, it happens by uh, by setting the tip up in the hole with the trigger device facing the wind. The flag shouldn't go up every time the breeze picks up. Not that you know we're not going to get a ton of wind. This weekend, anyway, but you know, you get the idea. There'll be days when, and that wind is uh, wind's going to be cruising along there. Um, but yeah, the flag shouldn't go up when the breeze picks up. When the temperature gets cold, tip-ups will freeze too. Uh, so need to go out and and go around those holes uh, and are in and uh, chip away any uh, you know, ice that that has built up. Uh, on the tip up, so when the flag does go up, uh, you don't have to deal with a frozen hole. That's again where that you know circular one kind of comes in handy. That you know you don't have to mess around with some of that. It's not going to be quite as bad. It'll freeze up, but not quite as quickly as uh, with a, a, a you know your typical, I guess, long rectangle anyway. Uh, tip up there. Um, some other tips to share with you anyway, and uh, um, this one came from Tom Grunewald, one of the best ice fishing guys that there is. You know, keep your tip-up line spooled tightly and evenly. Um, when the, the tip-up line is loosely spooled, especially, you know, toward the arbor or center of the spool, the outer wraps may cut down into the lower layer, layers, which will tend to tangle up the line. Uh, you know, uneven lines or layers can... Uh, slip and form loops that can tangle around the line guide, spool handle, even the tube assembly itself. And needless to say, you know, if you're having to deal with that, you just increase the chances for losing a fish. Um, and certainly, you know, there's that potential too. But then, then again, you got to deal too with the, uh, um, you know, trying to get those tangles out, you know, with, with cold wet line and you know it's cold your fingers are wet and uh, that's just a pain in the butt um 
and even given a you know moderately cold, windy winter conditions, the, you know these layers of wrapped line can, of course, freeze together. So you know if the line is loose enough and provides a base for water to thicken around the line, the inspire the you know there is the potential for the entire spool to freeze solid, which um, doesn't really <laughs> work real well for uh, uh, keeping that tip up in uh, tip top shape there. Fortunately, um, you know, those kinds of problems are preventable. Uh, first, use a really good ice fishing line. Um, and there's a, a bunch of different ones out there on the market. So, you know, take your pick. Um, but, yeah, just a good high-quality line, plenty of those. And then um, in the comfort of a uh, uh, warm room anyway, Tie the line to the arbor and, you know, then tightly and evenly wrap the fresh dry line layer upon layer until the uh, the spool is filled to where you want it to. And then, of course, add your leader rig and you know, get it all squared away for, uh, for transit. And certainly uh, that would be a very, a couple of, you know, I guess it, it, having a nice tight wrapped line Evenly wrapped, good during the open water season, too, for your reels. Yeah. So anyway, uh, just to kind of wrap this up here, you know, follow those guidelines. You know, you can fish your tip-ups confidently, uh, knowing your line will be delivered to biting fish in a continually fluid, smooth motion, um, which will, of course, minimize the chance of uh, a fish that's chomped on your lure from feeling anything unnatural. And, of course, that will improve, certainly improve your chances of success when you're headed out on the ice. So, a couple of things to uh, to keep in mind. And, but yeah, I mean, that's something that, you know, definitely want to uh, think about putting in your arsenal. And the other thing, too, is, you know, I mean, if you're in the shanty, you can, you know, you've got that. And you can put that out on the ice. You don't have to. I don't want to say set it and forget it, but it's, you know, something that you just need to keep an eye out for on the the flag. And, yeah, good stuff. Like I said, it, it can be a really good part of your uh, ice fishing arsenal, especially if you want to try, di- you know, a few different things and you don't want to mess around with rods. Get the tip up and there you go. Certainly, too, with... Uh, if you're going for bigger fish too, that's that's not a bad way to to do it. Um, no doubt about it. Okay, it is eight forty three. I'm going to take a short break and come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. needs space. 
Your ideas need space. Space to grow, to go from a concept you have to a thriving business. Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors can help you find that space. Right now, he can help you get into leasing a 4,800-square-foot heated warehouse with offices in La Crosse. The right amount of room to fulfill your dream of your own business. Whatever you're looking for, Tony can seek it out. Get the location you've always wanted and can finally afford. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Hi, this is Rick from Anytime Fitness in Onalaska and West Salem. We would love to make healthy happen for you in 2019. Ask yourself, what are you worth? What is your health worth? Well, at Anytime Fitness in Onalaska and West Salem, it starts with $1. $1 to make healthy happen for you in 2019. Included in your membership is a free jumpstart training package valued at $100. Join Anytime Fitness in Onalaska and West Salem before January 11th for just $1. And let's make healthy happen. If you're a sports fan, you can't afford to miss the Dan Patrick Show on WKTY. We used to do this. When, when I did the show at the Mothership, we'd go off on tangents, and then Paulie would get in my ear and go, uh, we better start talking sports. <laughs> i go, no, this is more entertaining. Thank God we left. Yeah. Well, somebody would come in the, the studio and be like, all right, guys, I think we can move along. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, uh, good guy, two minutes, two minutes. Yeah. Let's keep it. Yeah. Management would come in uh, and maybe get back sports, maybe mm-hmm. talk, uh, you know, uh, trade deadline stuff. All right, promote that double header if you can. If you yeah. Yeah. I would get a note, Dan, in all seriousness. Uh, we really like that bit that Dan and the guys did about the bad haircuts. Can you cut that down, like, maybe to two <laughs> minutes instead of eight minutes? Thanks, great. Paulie did lose his job at the mothership. Where you were demoted. I, I was moved to a, a better opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> late, late night. Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings 9 to 11 on WKTY. 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. Man. Man. Ducked out and grabbed a quick drink before... uh, Oh, water. Water, of course. (laughs) It's a little early, but although a Bloody Mary doesn't sound happy. But anyway, that's just, anyhow, uh, no, uh, strictly, uh, strictly, uh, water. Anyway, some other outdoor news here. Hunters shot and killed about 420 deer in southeastern Minnesota in a, uh, special late season hunt as part of the state's fight against chronic wasting disease. Uh, Minnesota Public Radio reports that uh, the deer hunt last weekend in and around Fillmore County uh, is part of the Minnesota DNR's plan to slow the spread of the fatal disease, neurological disease. Uh, Another special uh, hunt is going on in the same area this weekend to uh, uh, remove infected deer and lower the frequency of contact between the animals. Uh, At least 10 new cases of uh, CWD have been detected in Minnesota's wild deer herds this fall. Uh, some of which were shot outside the infected zone. Uh, I know there was one in uh, in Houston County that was uh, was reported. Uh, the disease is spread through deer to deer contact. Uh, deer killed in the two special hunts uh, will be tested. So uh, 
was uh, one of the things uh, going on. And then uh, another uh, bit of news, sort of related as well, a, uh, this in Wisconsin anyway, a task force of tribal members has approved a Wisconsin tribal management area to prevent the spread of CWD among wild deer. Uh, Wisconsin Public Radio reports that the uh, Voight Intertribal Task Force designated the Tribal Chronic Wasting Disease Management Area for parts of Oneida, Lincoln, and Langlade counties. The uh, task force is comprised of members from tribes in Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. And the management area creates restrictions for tribal members to transport, dispose of, and register wild deer. Uh, Travis Bartnick is a wildlife biologist for the Great Lakes Indian Fish and Wildlife Commission. Uh, he says the restrictions come after two deer tested positive for the uh, contagious neurological disease this year near tribal communities in Lincoln and Oneida counties. And the fatal disease, of course, attacks deer's brains, uh, leading to emaciation and abnormal behavior. So that is uh, part of that as well. So that is the latest fishing news here. And uh, let's see, I guess it took a little long in that last segment here, so we'll shorten this one up a little bit. And then uh, I'll be back to uh, wrap up WKTY Outdoors. It's uh, coming up on 8.50, and you're listening to WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. in the new year with big savings from Menards. Light up your home with Patriot Lighting. The Warren Collection will give your home a cozy look. It features a rubbed antique bronze finish with tea-stained glass. Get the convertible pendant for just $49.99. And the Warren Chandelier is perfect for a living room or a dining room. It's only $89.99. Now, during Menards, New Year's Sale. Prices are good through January 5th. Save big money at Menards. Oh, there's a lot of people who do really well with their money, but I think everyone, including myself, could do better with their money. That's Bruce Molick, the money man, president of Firefighters Credit Union. Why aren't people as financially set as they should be? Because they didn't make the best decisions they could have 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I was once told that the best time to plant a mighty oak tree was 100 years ago. The second best time to plant that tree is right now. So no, it's not too late for someone in their 40s and 50s to start making better decisions that will work for you and not against you. Plant your mighty oak tree with help from Firefighters Credit Union, 5th Avenue South Lacrosse, Amy Drive in Holman, or on the web at myfirecu.org. Membership eligibility required. Deposits are federally insured through NCUA. Equal housing lender. Making our clients famous is what we are all about. Midwest Family Broadcasting. Famous in the sense that... People know who you are, what you do. When we meet with a new business, our goal is to learn and listen. To make you a, a famous local brand name. The way Midwest Family Broadcasting makes people famous is by truly uncovering their story. We have a whole strategy that we use, digging deep into who that business 
really is. How people got started with the business, why they're doing what they're doing, the passion that they have. What's your dream? What's your vision of your future of your company? It's being famous with a purpose. There's nothing more important to us than our advertisers' success. And that's why it is so awesome to have these great success stories. Just call one of our current clients and ask. Your systematic solution for measurable advertising results. Midwest Family Broadcasting. Midwest Family Broadcasting. WKTY Weather for Western Wisconsin and Southeastern Minnesota. Looks like we're going to have some scattered flurries throughout the day today. Cloudy skies, a high red around 25. Calm winds becoming southwesterly around 6 miles an hour in the afternoon. Mostly clear tonight with an overnight low near 19 degrees. A south wind at 6 to 9 miles an hour. On Sunday, mostly sunny skies warming up to a high of 38. South wind at 9 to 13 miles an hour. Partly cloudy Sunday night with an overnight low near 29. For Monday, a chance of rain or snow in the afternoon. Mostly cloudy skies, a high of 35. A light and variable wind becoming northwesterly, uh, 5 to 7 miles an hour in the afternoon. A chance of precipitation is 40%. New snow accumulation of less than half an inch possible. On Monday night, a chance of snow or freezing rain before 3 a.m. and then a chance of snow. Uh, cloudy skies with an overnight low near 14. Northwest wind 8 to 13 miles an hour. A chance of precipitation, 40%. New snow accumulation of less than half an inch possible. On New Year's Day, a cool day, a 30% chance of snow in the morning. Otherwise, partly sunny skies, 17 for the expected high. Uh, And with the uh, northwest wind at 8 to 11 miles an hour, cooling things off a a little bit there. Uh, Tuesday night, partly cloudy, a low of 4. On Wednesday, mostly sunny, 23 for the high. Thursday, mostly sunny, a little warmer. 33 for a high. Warmer still on Friday. Mostly sunny skies warming up to a high near 39 degrees. In La Crosse, we've got cloudy skies and 22 degrees. Maybe a few flurries uh, here and there uh, in downtown La Crosse. It is 8.54. Let's get back to WKTY Outdoors. And welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It is 8.55, and you're listening to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. Got a few minutes left to uh, go in the program here, and uh, just a little, some fishing tips anyway. And uh, I mentioned this before, and, and it, it, it has come in handy uh, a couple of times here, certainly on gloomy days like this where you're not going to get a lot of light penetration uh, into the water, even uh, even through an open hole for that matter. But uh, um, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, in the, the few minutes I've got remaining anyway, and, and talk a little bit about uh, glow-in-the-dark baits. Um, and certainly can be uh, an effective part of your fishing arsenal this time of year anyway. Um, you know. And technology-wise, I mean, there's a lot out there, you know. And, um, you know, in the past, those glow-in-the-dark baits, eh, you know, it'd be a couple minutes and they'd fade. You know, eh, they weren't very good. Now they're a lot longer. 
uh, you know, you, you, you charge them up and they'll last quite a while. Um, and you know, you can buy jigs, hooks, hard baits, plastics, whatever. Uh, and the nice thing is too, and, and certainly, uh, as the technology has improved, the color selection has also improved. You know, there's blues and greens and yellows, oranges, reds, um, you know, and I mean, that's, uh, just a great benefit to, uh, to adding, uh, to your arsenal anyway. And, you know, you can paint on glowing colors to your lures to enhance your favorites, um, If you want to, if you're of a mind, you certainly don't have to do that. But you know, you can paint on, you know, maybe a few little highlights here and there, um, like around the eyes. Uh, often something that predator fish focus on when they're seeking prey. You know, of course, there are stick-on eyes too that you know glow in the dark as well. And like I said, you know, this time of year, uh, you know, I look at a day like this and, and look at a day, um, uh, yeah, Thursday. I was, you know, well, yesterday and, and Thursday. Uh, Thursday was especially gloomy, I think. But anyway, um, like I said, you know, you're not going to get a lot of light penetration. And certainly other, the other thing, too, is uh, um, there can be a decent night bite as well. You know, late afternoon, early evening, uh, that bite doesn't necessarily shut off when the sun goes down. So um, that's also another advantage. Certainly you can do that during the, the open water months, but, you know, and, and have talked about that a little bit before too, but um, especially this time of year, um, like I said, you know, you get the ice on there. It's not so bad now. There isn't a huge layer of snow or anything to, to uh, continue to block thing, things, but there's still a uh, a good potential there for uh, you know very low light. So you know anything you can do to uh, uh, to help, you know help those fish see that lure, I think is a benefit. And, uh, um, you know, certainly, uh, you know, walleyes talked about this as well, that, you know, walleyes have great low light vision, you know, other fish aren't necessarily, um, blessed with that particular, uh, uh, trait. Uh, so a properly charged glow lure will really stand out among all the other pieces of prey, uh, that you've got in the water, regardless of depth, you know, so once you know you find your proper depth, all you need to do is keep recharging your lure to really, you know, I think improve your chances for uh, for catching a fish. You know, and certainly those are small and handy to have. You know, little LED flashlights that you know slip on the end of a keychain or something, and those work great. You know, so keep the keep that in mind on uh, especially on. Uh, uh, Days like this, weekends like this, and think about adding a few to your arsenal. Okay, i got to wrap things up for this Saturday. I want to thank you very much for joining me on the program today. Thank you very much for uh, for listening, and thank you for listening for the past year, as a matter of fact. Boy, this is the uh, the final show of 2018, so I want to thank you very much for uh, uh, being a part of WKTY Outdoors for the past year. And certainly uh, looking forward to more interviews and more fun, sharing more good information with you in the uh, the coming days ahead. So until next year, we'll see you on WKTY Outdoors. Have a great weekend. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Your station for sports. Play back. Get up.
WKTY Lacrosse 96.7 FM.